Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another fantastic advice-filled episode of Campus Counselors. The world is your campus. We are your counselors. I'm a little too close to the microphone. I'm going to step back and introduce my co-host, Carly Hess. Hi, everybody. I'm Marty Hess. I didn't even say that. But we're here. We're here to counsel you. We're here. It feels like it's been a while, guys. It's been the same two weeks it always is. Well, it feels like it's been a while. And I feel tired. A lot's happened in the world. It has. Easter. Uh, Did Elon Musk fire another rocket? He might have. We, we know. We in live Florida. in Florida. Yeah, we would see it. You could see. You actually, you could see him from my office building roof, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's not. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was on a call. I couldn't go. That's so depressing. It was very sad. How important is a call if you can't see a, a rocket ship fly? I mean, it, it was a pretty important call. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll say right, that much. All right, all right. I'll say that much. We also have Gatsby in the room, who's making, forcing me to play fetch with him. So I'm gonna throw that over there. Yeah, but he is the light of our life, so we're gonna do that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we're going to open this uh, Campus Counselors episode with a question, a fan question from none other than Valerie, my sister. I received a text message several days ago that said, listen, what is the difference between being married and being super married? Because apparently on this episode, Carly claimed that we were super married, and that's a very valid question. Yep. And I'm going to let Carly answer it because I did not prepare an answer for uh, this question. I mean, my answer is going to come from the heart. Let me tell you what super married is. Super married is signing up for a 10K together and following through on it. That's super married. Our uh, 10K is coming up in about two weeks. Can you hear growling on this podcast Here, I'll, right st- now? I'll stop. I think you should stop. I'm going to stop. He's um, just going to stare at me. Very sad. Oh, that's all right. All right. I got one more. I got one more. Okay. I got one more. Okay. I got one more. Come on. You can't see how cute this is, but that's also part of being super married is that you uh, prioritize your dog over just about anything, the dog that you have together. Um, other at ways- least we're not chewing, like on this podcast. Like a lot oh, of people oh, like, oh, they oh, like oh. chew or slurp and they go... Yeah. Like, Don't people like that, though? Why would they like that? Do you like there that? There are full YouTube channels to listen to people chewing. That is different. That is ASMR. That is not what this is. This okay, is advice. What does ASMR stand for? Audio sensory... Why do people... I thought everybody hated the sound of other people chewing. I don't like it. I hate it. I don't like it. If someone's chewing a banana next to me, I have to leave the room. I apologize. We've completely derailed the question. We have. Super married is um, going off on tangents. Um, Super married is starting a podcast together because you've always talked about doing it. Um, Super married is when... Honestly, I feel like super married is when you just do hard things together and you still like each other while it's happening. I think a lot of people could be super married. It's it's a very simple application process. <laughs> all you have to do is ask the universe, are we super married? And the universe will give yeah. you a hard task, and then you will say yes. I'm all about platonic super marriage, too. That's possible. Yeah. Not between us. It's romantic. But between, like, friends, you can be super married to a friend, given the criteria I just listed It's not legally you. binding. Not um, legally binding. Unfortunately, no health benefits there. Right. What's great is that you can have multiple husbands and wives in the super married category. Um, you cannot co-finance a loan together, though. You have to be legally married to do that. Right. Legally married is less fun than super married. Facts. Truth. You can also be both. Yeah. At the same time. Romantic married is very fun, but that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. All right. It's very, it ebbs and flows. It's, it depends on what, what we're thinking that day is what defines super marriage. What? Because <laughs> I feel like we're super married and it's fine and it's great. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. What are you saying? No, I just mean like, like the task at hand. <laughs> that that requires a super marriage to overcome. Like, it can be a big task. 
I see. I see. The or requirements of super marriage Correct. ebb and yes. flow. There we I go. I was like, hold on. No, hold on, hold our on. marriage is very strong and stable and <laughs> and only going up. I mean, I know that, but uh, I just want to make sure our listeners were clear. Only going up to the sky. Yep. All the way up like a rocket ship. Like Elon Musk's rocket ship to Mars. Thanks, sweetheart. But Thanks, I mean, Elon Musk. No, but I mean, if we're being honest, anybody, any married folks listening to this podcast, you know you have your good days and your bad. But I would say overall net super marriage, definitely. Um, and it's something that you always have to to work towards. And uh, yeah. So we hope you helped with, uh, ho- we hope that we helped you with that question. Yeah. The answer to that question. Very what good. is the next segment? <laughs> segment is dorm diaries yes it's um, your turn this week it's my turn this you have a story week. to tell about when we were ras I and do. weird things happen in the dorms yep so this is the story of suave derek and not suave derek oh derek's back to double the derek's. derek's again hashtag double derek's double, double derek's <laughs> don't call them double d's i i feel like it's like double dare but with double derek's double remember derek's. double dare oh i of course i remember double dare Anyways, um, so Adventures of the Hidden Temple. This uh, this little story takes place on Halloween Spill night. Your guts. Wait, what was it? Guts. Guts. Two thousand. Global guts. Global guts. Yes. Okay. Mark Summers. No way. Is that no? The that was the other guy. We'd have to Google Mark it. Mark Summers was on the show where there was the it was um at it was word Mad Libs. This podcast, but you is had to reach derailing. into the nose of like the big Honey, characters. Does this make sense? Is this that was called Figure Something. Figure it out. Not, I, no, I thought that was out, a show. Figure it out had a giant face. The thing that you're talking about is um, I swear it starts with an F. Or was that Double Dare where you had I to thought, get in the nose? I thought it was Double Dare where you got in the nose. It probably is. I was thinking figure it out because the giant face had the um, <laughs> so, like the answers <laughs> on it. Gatsby says hi. This podcast has utterly derailed. Tell us, about, tell us about Suave Derek and not so Suave Derek. Everyone's going to listen to this and be like, are Carly and Marty okay? The answer is yes. Yeah, we're super married. <laughs> so we're fine. We're exactly. doing just fine. Exactly. Um, okay. Dorm Diaries. Derek, Suave Derek and not Suave Derek, this story takes place on Halloween night. Marty, would you like to set the stage for what a dorm is like for freshmen on Halloween night at a large college or university? It is loud. Mm-hmm. It is sloppy. Mm-hmm. And it is fraught yep. with tomfoolery. Yes. On this particular night, we had the unfortunate roommate pairing of Suave Derek and not Suave Derek. They were roommates. What was happening is Suave Derek was dressed as Hugh Hefner for the night. Okay. I do not remember what Not Suave Derek was dressed as for Halloween night. Three-hole punch, Not So Suave Derek. S- something like that. Um, because by the time I saw him, his costume had completely derailed, let's just say. So we had Suave Derek and Not So Suave Derek. What was cool about Suave Derek is that he knew that he was roommates with a Not Suave Derek, and he kind of took him under his wing. That's nice. That's it was nice. very sweet. Yeah. I had a lot of love on both of the floors I RA'd. Like, both, a lot of people dated and actually got married that have... Um, You've had a few marriages, more a, than a my floor. A few marriages from my, from my floors. Um, and also, like, really healthy friendships. So I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Um, I'm proud of their ability to uh, uh, have, you know, um, positive relationships. But, so Suave Derek and not so Suave Derek started out at the beginning of the year. I was like, this is very cute. Suave Derek is taking not-so-suave Derek under his wing. Let me be clear. Suave Derek was not better than not-so-suave Derek. Not-so-suave Derek was the kind of guy who would, in five years, have a tech startup. 
Okay. And be very successful. Okay. Not so Suave Derek had a... Oh, I mean, Suave Derek had a really good time in high school and was very popular. That just kind of sets the tone. Neither one better than the other, okay? But Suave Derek was dressed as Hugh Hefner, and by the time I saw Suave Derek, he was still very much dressed as Hugh Hefner, okay? On Halloween night. I'm following. That Suave Derek, unfortunately, um, was taken under his wing, both in social life and in drinking culture. Could Suave Derek, could not so Suave Derek keep up with Suave Derek? He could not. He could not. And long story short, when I got to the Derek's room, I was greeted at the door by Suave Derek. And he said, we have a bit of a problem because I heard some commotion downstairs, down the hall rather. And I said, Suave Derek, what's going on? I I took Suave Derek to the side again, still dressed in a velvet robe. And I said, what happened? And he said, somehow, not so suave Derek has had 15 shots of vodka. Oh, my. Yep. That is too many. It is too many for anyone. This is life advice that's applicable to anybody listening. 15 shots of vodka. Probably too many. Definitely too many. Um, And suave Derek knew that. And I did not believe suave Derek's story that he didn't know how that happened. I think there was a lot of peer pressure, a lot of showing out at a college party. And I said, Suave Derek, I wish I had actually said that to him, even though his name wasn't Derek. At the time, I want to go back and be like, Suave Suave Derek. Derek. (laughs) We're super married, by the way, in case you didn't realize in that moment. (sighs) Yes. So I said, Suave Derek, how did you let this happen? I remember literally saying that. And then he got very embarrassed. And then he opened the door to the room. What I saw there was, I I almost blocked most of it out from my memory. But what I didn't forget was the inch of Ooh. standing vomit that covered the entire uh, was the, common area. That sounds like too much. That's was is was the the was it on a tilt? Like was it all just piling off? Yeah, on it was one piling. Side of the room? Okay. It was piling for sure. Um, and it was just so many barfs. So many cumulative barfs. <laughs> Multiple barfs. But what's good about that, folks, unfortunately, you learn this as an RA, if it's coming up and out, better than in. All right? So that was happening. And um, again, do not remember what Not So Suave Derek's costume was because I he looked like unrecognizable. Um, so we the, had to the, call. The costume seems irrelevant regardless. Correct. He's drunk. We called an ambulance because I now know that not so suave Derek has had 15 shots, which means that he, it's a miracle he's not dead, frankly. So that's a very serious part of it. So I immediately call an ambulance. Um, paramedics come up, and one paramedic runs out of the room dry heaving. <laughs> this that's is bad. This is only funny because. Because he survived. It's correct. And it's only funny because I did not even smell anything. Because, folks, I had learned how to cut off my smelling sense. Well, they, they tell you in RA training to breathe through your mouth. They do. They actually situations. do tell you that. Um, and I had gone, like, next level with it. Because I'm the type of person who can smell almost everything. Marty, you're checking the time because this is a long story. No, no, no. We're good. 
We got, hey, it's a podcast on the internet. You know what, guys? We got as much time as we want. This is a long story, okay? And it's important. The The moral of the story is important. Um, and the fact that Not So Suave Derek survived is exceptional and doesn't usually happen. So it makes it a good story. So I had reached next level of this because I can smell things from miles away. I could smell marijuana from three floors above where the marijuana was. I've seen her do it. Yep. So I had long, long ago learned how to cut off my smelling sense. Did I feel like a giant grown man who was a paramedic dry heaving at the smell that I had refused to smell um, was a little validating? Yeah, I felt a little cool about that. I felt a little strong. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Anyway, so we he got attended to. He was actually fine, amazingly, because of the, you know, vomit that was strewn about the dorm. So afterward, the next morning. I went and had a talk with Not So Suave Derek. Now let me tell you about some information that I learned about Not So Suave Derek the first week I met him. I learned that he was valedictorian of his very small school. What I did with this information was I said, Not So Suave Derek, I saw you last night. I saw what happened. He looked very ashamed. He said, yes, I'm so sorry you had to see that. And I said, I'm more sorry at the thought that the valedictorian of insert school name here because I remembered it. Academy. Academy. Had gotten to that point. And I said, what would your fellow students have thought if they had seen you the way I saw you last night? And not so suave Derek couldn't look me in the eyes. And he said, well, I just don't know what I'd do. And I said, remember that next time you reach for a shot. Not so suave Derek. Two lessons here. Mm-hmm. One, 15 shots, too many. Mm-hmm. Two, guilt, really effective. So effective. And this is why people called me mom. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I would find out important information about your past, and I would remind you of it when you really needed a lesson to be brought home to you. Did you have to write him up? I don't remember. Honestly, it was just triage making sure he was alive. Right. Right. Obviously. And to to Suave Derek's credit, I think he really felt responsible, as he should have, for that situation. And he knew that I knew that that was all, that was not all him. Both had a party to it. Um, But my disappointment was felt, let's just say. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, guilt is, should only be used when it could save someone's life. Okay. All right. That's my story. Thank you for sharing. Thanks, honey. This week. I thought that was... It's one of my best stories. It's a good one. Because it ends so happy. I have so many stories, you guys, that I debate sharing on this podcast that have no happy ending. Oh, and we'll get there. Oh. We'll get there. Oh, boy. We'll absolutely get there. But that's but that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Moving into our post-grad problem of the week. Yeah, let's talk about food right after that one. Because oh, I think sorry, that's folks. the appropriate segue. That's an emotional journey. Uh, we've, in this on this podcast in the past talked about the difficulties of grocery shopping however what we did not get into was the difficulties of what to do once you've gone grocery shopping which is cooking said food now living on campus Mm -hmm. living in a dorm there are a lot of food options uh our school in particular we had uh what we called i'm not gonna use the right name because then people know if you haven't figured it out (laughs) yet (laughs) um i almost said it twice already so (laughs) be careful um no there there was a there was a commons and there was a, um, a kind of a quick service place, and you would get a certain allotment of credits every week, 
and you could go and you would you would give them your ID and then they would give you the food and it was great. You didn't have to cook. You didn't really think too much about it. Now right. we're out there. Yep. There is no such system. There is. It's called money. Um, mean, how far are we post grad though? Let's be honest. Let's keep it one hundred. Oh, we've been doing this for like five years and I still hate it. Yeah. No, it's been more than I, five years. When did I graduate? Twenty twelve, and so did I. Five and five and a half. It's twenty eighteen. Wait, honey. So I didn't major in math. <laughs> Neither of us did. All right, six. So six years, six years. We've been out here struggling. Um, if you didn't already know that, which you probably should, if you've listened to the episode where we talked about grocery shopping. So our post grad problem of the week here is cooking. So we and we've tried multiple ways. We like we we have a few staple recipes that yep. we that we go to. Let's list our entire staple recipes right here, right now. Turkey tacos. Yep. Um, the pot we uh, we buy ravioli and put sauce on top of it. We get um low fish sticks and we then get we fish get mac sticks and cheese. Mac and cheese. Um, I I've been known to take ground meat and form burger patties. I think that's it. I 100% think We've that's it. We've tried Blue Apron and HelloFresh, yep. and those recipes are still very complicated. I don't like eating on somebody else's schedule, is the thing. Right. I don't like getting a box and saying, hey, cook this stuff, or it will go bad. By the way, thanks for your $60. But, love, I think that's why we have a problem with grocery shopping, because the fact that we have to eat things by a certain time. But we get to decide what those things are. I guess. Those services... Which a we've done the math. Yeah, it's depending on where you're eating out. Mm-hmm. It's probably cheaper to eat out than than get a right. a three less a healthy, three day supply. But yeah, less healthy, and that's the other piece of it too, right? You're you're there's a trade off there. Mm-hmm. For me, it's never about that. I don't want to eat healthy. It's that um stereotypical millennial. I don't have time to cook. Like I don't right. find that time valuable. I like to use it elsewhere. Right. So neither of us value cooking um which is definitely a problem because it's not good for us it's not healthy for us it leads to stress what is our normal time to eat dinner it's like it's like 7 30 or 8 yeah and that's only because like carla get home before i do but then i get home a little bit later and then we we have yet to decide what we're gonna do Could, could i be cooking in that time of course i could do i no because i'm completely stunted by the idea of cooking well a it's that it's b it's like i don't get home at a consistent time right and then we don't want to eat have separately. To plan together. That, I will say, yeah. Carly and I are very good at eating together. Yeah. Every dinner. It that's and that's pretty cute. I'll be honest. Yeah. It is something we prioritize because I also think that like when we have a family, we all want to have we have, want to have that like dinner moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's important in when any mom relationship. Mom puts a big plate of pasta right in the middle and says, "Eat up," and all the kids are like, "Yes." Wah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how old they get or when they start talking. When they when they're eating pasta, yeah. I mean, I, I if if the normal sound is wah for pasta response, <laughs> then I guess that's fine. Then they're not my kids because pasta's great. Pasta's great. I There's love no pasta. wah in the Hess house. Never about that. Never. Um. Anyway, so we have a lot of trouble with cooking. What is awesome is that throughout my life, first of all, I just want to give a shout out to my mom who would cook for us like crazy. But I will say that my mom pretty much wanted to do anything else but cook our entire lives she still did it but she didn't enjoy it so i was not surrounded by someone um cooking with joy um i had not seen that done that is not my mom's fault that i can now no longer cook not at all cook for myself but um what's endearing is that other people's moms have noticed this about me and like wanted to take me under their wing um notably uh my friend kayla's mom was like i am going to give you a cooking tutorial um, and I really appreciate offers like that because just like with swimming, I need help. That's very nice. Yeah. 
I opt for what where are all the technological shortcuts in cooking today we've when right. we, on the grocery episode we yeah. did talk about the instant pot i recall that we do love an instant pot we love an instant pot let what me tell else you about do we own babe we also own a sous vide which i don't recall if we talked about this on the, we on the have grocery not, shopping episode. because we shouldn't own a sous so vide. a sous vide is a great <laughs> thing that everybody should own and what it is it's it's a new way to cook food where you actually heat up water in a big container much like a pot for example but instead of heating it on the stove, you put this machine inside of it, and mm-hmm. it heats the water to a specific temperature and keeps the, the, the water at that temperature yeah. for the duration of the cooking process. And you can put your food in um, uh, airtight bags, mm-hmm. sealed bags, and your food will cook to the exact perfect temperature every time. And it, it's nice and moist. You're not losing any of the juices, any of the flavors out of that meat mm-hmm. um, or out of the vegetables or what else you're cooking in there. Mm-hmm. Um, is it needlessly complicated? Probably do I like the idea that I can just set it and forget it for like a couple hours? It does take a while. It takes like an hour or two hours for, for certain cuts of meat. Um, I do like that. I've used it four times mm-hmm. because it's still cooking at the end of the day, which is what I didn't realize at the, at the outset. It, it, it seems so simple. You put it in a bag, you throw it in there, and you're done. You come back to it three hours later, and it's just on the plate. That's not how it works. So, The in Instant short, Pot, though. Let's <laughs> Wait. The Instant Pot's been a fantastic investment. The Instant Pot is wonderful, and the Instant Pot recipes are also wonderful. I make a mean chicken tortilla soup in the Instant Pot. Oh, it's good. I'll tell you that right now. It's good. And it tastes way better than any, like, Progresso whatever. And you get a bunch of it. Yeah, you get a ton of it, and you get to save it, so that's nice. Let's review coping mechanisms real quick. How we cope with not being able to cook. Marty just purchases food tech. Until one of them starts cooking for me. (laughs) I just need to find the one that, that gains sentience. 100%. 100%. And like I can pair it with Alexa and it'll it'll go. My way of coping is just going back through my childhood and wondering like at what point did I tell myself I couldn't cook? What I will also give some credit to is Marty, the women in Marty's family have given me a generous amount of recipes to work with. Mm-hmm. The only recipe I have cooked from all the wonderful recipes they've given to me is Marty's Noni's sauce. Um her pasta sauce. Which is delicious and amazing and takes about six hours to make. And I'll keep it totally honest with you. I enjoy every second of it um, because I know it would make her happy that I was doing that. That being said, pasta sauce. How easy is that? Oh, it's very difficult. (laughs) Um, There's some hand-peeled tomatoes involved because Noni was not kidding around. I censored myself because, again, that's what she'd want. Um, She was not kidding around. No. Very serious woman. Very serious woman. Very serious about her pastas. Very serious about her sauce. I love Noni's sauce. I love making Noni's sauce. Noni's sauce can only go so far as far as meals. Yes. It was not meant to if, be a meal. If you're investing six hours into that, you want right. to get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah. You ain't getting it there. Right. Right. You're getting love for your buck. Yes. Love you, Noni. That was, like, that was to the heavens. That was he, to the he sky. He did like the most Italian kiss to the sky. You just you just missed it. Um, But Yes. Noni's incredible, and I'm grateful for her recipe, and I know that every time I cook Marty anything, she's overjoyed and oh. simultaneously probably horrified. But we're in a new world where nobody really wants to cook anymore. That's and true. And maybe that's a sad that's lost art. That's not true, though. That's not true. I have friends who love cooking. I'm talking about in this house. Oh, okay. In this household. In this, uh, of yes. ours. Okay. This new Correct. age world yeah, where- Yeah, Gatsby's not cooking. No. If no. he did, we'd, we, I, we wouldn't be making podcasts. We'd be making billions- Billions cooking corgi, corgi cooking cooks. Co- cooking corgi YouTube cooking channel. With the corgi. Monetize that. Sponsored deals from All Chef Boyardee. Put All a little way. hat on him. Done. Chef, yes. give me a call. Um, 
quick additional note, um, if you want to email um, Campus Counselors Podcast at gmail.com um, and let us know how we can monetize our pet. Yeah, we were always looking for ways to, to make money off of Gatsby. Um, he has yet to pay rent. Even though we ask every, we every ask month. We ask all the time, and then he just is cute, and we move on. Speaking of moving on. So that's it. We had no advice for you. Cookingsucks.com. Cooking that's the name of the website that I'm starting. Yep. Actually, I'm going to segue right into a little bit of mail that we received, because it connects directly with our postgrad problem of the week. Oh, okay. Excellent. So I am going to very slowly open up my email. Awesome. Okay. We have this lovely note from... If you tap that, there you go. There we go. Um, it's signed your listeners, so I will leave them anonymous. But we know who you are, and you're great. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Carly and Marty, Bay and I just started listening to your podcast. Adorable, by the way. We are driving from Ohio to New Jersey. We just finished the second episode and are hooked. Thank you so much. I hope that you all are going back and listening to any episodes you missed, by the way. Um, however, there is an issue brought up. That the people need you to clarify what this is in all caps. What is Carly putting in the refrigerator that she shouldn't be? Okay, relevant topic. Yeah, can you answer that, Mart? Oh boy, um, things that she's putting in that she shouldn't be. Um, I think there was a banana in there one time. Yep. That was that was the big one. <laughs> um, she put she puts sealed jars of yes. sauce yes. in there which is incorrect just in case it no. unseals no okay you don't do that well i've stopped you from putting soup in there <laughs> soup in a can because you were gonna you were gonna you said you were gonna eat it later that night and i was like what mind you this was years ago things have changed significantly i've gotten better to my credit um, Marty, can you walk me through the horror of seeing your girlfriend of like four months put just everything in the refrigerator? Well, Carly was very much taking a better safe than sorry approach to <laughs> grocery shopping. That is the most generous read ever. Thank you, honey. Uh, the bread goes bad um, in the fridge. It gets stale. Yeah, I, I put bread in the fridge for a while. Here's my thinking. And I would like to say that both of my siblings feel this way as well. That and and her mother has taken full credit for this. That everything should go in the refrigerator because refrigerator makes it last longer. That's how it went into my head, and that's how it is for me. And Carly's mom apologized to me personally. I think we Did weren't even really? married. Yeah, we were we were dating for less than a year, yeah. and she was like, "I'm sorry that Carly is this way." <laughs> I did my best. So those are a, a short list of things I put in the refrigerator. Um, thank you for asking. Also, she also asked about our five staple recipes. Surprise, we have four, and we listed them <laughs> I earlier. For, I forgot the fifth. Yeah, I don't think we have. <laughs> did we say we had five? We that's, might have. See, that's us we exaggerating got on a podcast. That is Maybe just... we do have five. Oh, I'd have to rack my brain. I don't know. Does, like, grilled cheese no, count? No, we do soup and sandwiches sometimes. Soup and sammies? That doesn't count. But, like, that's, like, progresso soup and sammies. Yeah, that's just, no. That ain't Our it. Instant Pot recipes. Oh, maybe, okay, maybe, yeah, yeah adding we can in make, some. We can make two soups in the Instant there's Pot. A, there's a chicken tortilla that's real good, and there's a, uh, a baked potato mm-hmm. that's also, uh, love those carbs. Yeah. Rack them up. I also like that um, in this letter, it also says we need examples to be able to resolve this with the refrigerator thing. And and she said, perhaps we are the ones living a lie. No, no. No. Let me assure you that I've been wrong so often and that um, for canned goods, do not put it in the refrigerator. But that's why you get married. So somebody can say, I don't put that in the fridge. 100%. True. All right. 
Also, I need you to know this is continuing. Oh, she okay. The same letter. Yes. Also, I need you to know that my half Italian bay, also excellent choice. Italian base. I'm Hashtag half Italian. Italian bay. Marty is also half Italian. Um, it's lovely. Um, it's is back it, up to known. Back up to known. He did another Italian kiss to the air. This is just this is making my heart so warm. Um, my half Italian bay is enraged by the mere suggestion that someone would serve spaghetti at a wedding. And I, on the other hand, am firmly on your side. If slurping noodles in a white dress makes you happy, I will be there to celebrate it. Um, and she said that she's secretly hoping the wedding they're headed to is a reception that's nothing but a sea of red sauce. Um, so, Marty, as an Italian, do you feel offended by the idea of spaghetti at a wedding? No. Okay. That being Maybe said, I'm not a true Italian. Now now, I've, now I'm questioning myself in a really say, unfortunate way. Let me way. just say, y'all, this sounds a little bougie. We went to Italy. And let me tell you what marty's not like and that's an italian italian people are very loud marty uh, marty's radio voice is loud. marty's general voice is like deep but it, he is not a loud man marty does not make himself like he doesn't walk into a room and is like hey look at me right that's why i have a podcast <laughs> but no you're not showy you're just not a showy dude which i, try, I like I about try not you. to be i, I wear like that i wear the same couple shirts he wears the same I wash couple them sh- he washes them he has a lot of the literal identical shirts i Let's bought new clear. pants recently did you yeah those jeans from the gap yeah with the orange in the yeah okay yeah 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 and they fit great he looks great and i wear those a lot now you do those are your new very simple. pants in very rotation. Simple. Yes. Very simple. So um, the Italian style is lost on him. Um, and Italians are, again, just like very, um, very uh, bodacious, I would say, in the best way. I love it. In Italy? In Italy, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, but Marty is uh, many things, but bodacious is not one okay, of them. Okay, we can move on from this topic about no, how plain I am. Is, you're not plain. How not Italian I am. What I, I will eat pasta in, in any forum. Put it on a plate, put it in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Right. Wedding, bar mitzvah. Let's be clear, honey. I would not be attracted to a bodacious man. Thanks. Yeah. I, I like, I love you exactly the way you are. It's very sweet. Yeah. I'm glad we're super married. Yep. And legally Hashtag married. And romantically married. married. Yep. Many layers to marriage. Speaking I love it. of of bays and whether or not they should get married. Let's move on Let's to move the on are, to they are they bay. bay. Are they bay. Uh, we are need to have like a, a sound clip here. If you are a sound producer and you'd like to get in touch and give us some free work, yep. um, could use a new intro and outro song, uh, could use some segment uh, music, we will pay you in uh, friendship. Yep. And spaghetti sauce. Yep. Are they I'll bae? make you noni sauce if you make our sound. One batch. One single batch. It takes me six hours. Um, all right. Who wants to go first for Are They Bay? We had to go back to Yahoo Answers because nobody emailed us their relationship question. And you always can. Even if they're made up, we'll still answer them. This is the thing. Again. Campuscounselorspodcast at gmail.com. This is the thing. Someone has done this already for the first Are They Bay from a listener. You can send us other people's problems. You do not have to send your own. It's like the opposite of phone a friend. Exactly. Have a friend phone to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like low-key give a friend some advice to them from us and you can package as your own exactly 100 percent. take our word and that's nice because then we're not liable even though there is always a legal disclaimer at the end of this podcast you should not take our advice correct correct all right babe i think i'm gonna go first you can go first mine's a little raunchy okay a little bit raunchy put the kids to bed that's true and let and keep your cool grandmas listening and take the uncool grandmas Put them to bed. But also put them to bed. They're also probably very tired. They're probably very sleepy being uncool. Um, 
All right. This is a short one. The subject line is, did it count as sex? If you have to ask, always yes. Go. <laughs> I'm not having intercourse until I'm married, but. <laughs> okay. But my boyfriend put it in a few inches, but his boxers completely covered it. End of question. Oh, God. Um, that, that counts. That does count. That's doesn't Uh, feel like it was worth it for anybody involved in that situation. No. Here's my thing. Anybody that is receiving a, um. Go on. You, you start, (laughs) you picked the question. I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go. Anyone that is a recipient of a male part, okay? What I would say to you is, um... <laughs> you picked the question? I'm not... I disavow myself from the situation. Well, I think your first answer was great. Is if you have to ask, it is. Also, I just want to say to everyone that if you want to have sex, it is okay as long as you want to do it. If your boyfriend says... Please let me put it in just uh, sh- a few inches. I will leave my boxers on. I will leave my boxers on. It doesn't count if my penis is wrapped in a boxer of cloth, I would imagine. Um, then that's just awful. And you should not put up with that. So you should only ever do what you want. If you do not want to have sex till you're married, that is 110% fine. And you should be with a partner that knows that and respects that. If you want to have sex... Then might I recommend it without boxers on, especially if it's, and I quote, a few inches. And always protect, always protect yourself. Right. Always always practice safe sex. Do boxers do that? Technically, probably. Really? I hope, well, nobody's, probably nobody's getting pregnant on that one. Yeah. Let's hope. So the reason why I picked that one is because I thought the situation was kind of horrifying. And I just wanted to emphasize to everyone, as we always do when we get to the are they bay section, if they pressure you into anything you don't want to do, they are not bay. They are not bay. That is correct. All right, Marty, hit me with your question. All right. This is, this is a question that I think has, has come up a lot before for probably a lot of people. And I feel like it's it's a more of a discussion point than a question. But I did find a Yahoo answer, so it counts. Can a woman mask, ask a man out? Can a woman ask a man out? Yeah. Of course she can. That is the correct answer. Yep. The top answer on Yahoo Answers is... It's behind me, so I'm, I'm moving the microphone back and forth between us. Actually, I'm going to take it with me. Yes. It's 2018. We have proven that it doesn't matter which way around it's done. Even a woman can ask a man to marry her and to hell with anyone who disagrees. That was the best answer with eight ratings. Eight thumbs up on that one. Oh, wow. Eight. Ladies, if you're into a man, it, it is 2018. All right. It is 2018. Yep. Just ask. Life's too short. How would to, you have felt if I had asked you out? I would have been fine with it. Really? Yeah, because I didn't know if you liked me or not. That would have that would have certainly solved that question. All right, would have answered that question. All rather. right, solved that problem for me. That's fair. 
said I had to text you and wait days sometimes for a response. Yeah, I left you hanging. You did. A little bit. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And then I married you when I was sure. Yes. So. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, folks, that is completely fine. I will say that as courageous as I feel I am in avenues such as Scrabble or <laughs> or speaking in front of large groups of people, I am not brave when it comes to being assertive like that. Um, I've never asked a man out, so I don't want to be hypocritical and say like everyone should do it because I personally probably would not have had the guts to do something like that. Do I support women who do? 110%. It's not exactly a walk in the park on this side of the fence either. No, no, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's very hard. But I, uh, that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But but don't, if, what I was trying to get to earlier is this idea that if you like someone, why waste the time wondering? Yeah, and just go ahead and do it. And again, always easier said than done. That's speaking true. A posi- speaking from a position where I've been in a relationship for seven plus years. Six years? Seven years? Seven years. Seven plus. Got to do the math, babe. Seven plus. I'm seven plus. not a math major. <laughs> um, I will reiterate that here yeah. on this podcast. Hey, Marty. Hello. How'd you ask me out? I texted you. Yep. And this was that we'd already been on one date. Yep. Uh, and it went very poorly. Mm-hmm. And we that might be a topic we cover on another episode. Well, I was future. I was thinking about the first date. We can tell the second date later. How did I ask you later. on the first date? I'm going to tell you this right now. And gentlemen, take notes. Um, ladies, take notes too if you're asking a man out. Because good for you. All right? Here's what you say. Marty texted me for our first date. I hope you're intrigued by the second date question. Because we'll get there someday on this podcast. First date, he said, Carly... I very much enjoy your company and would love to buy you a cup of coffee. I did. I remember that writing that text. It was perfect. And I thought, this is how a real man asks a woman out. Or how a real man asks anyone he wants to Because that's all it has to be. It, yep. it, you don't just set these, these lofty nope. romantic expectations. Nope. If you enjoyed spending time with someone, you would like to spend more time with them. Just say that. Exactly. And so the other way around. It doesn't if have you... to start. Like, it doesn't have to be romantic right off the bat. Like, right. Just, just get out there. So, ladies, whoever you want to ask out, if you just say, hey, I enjoy your company and I would love to buy you a cup of coffee or a beer or tea or juice or yogurt or ice cream. Or, or Frosties. Ah. Brought to you by Wendy's. <laughs> we just had Wendy's. So it was thanks, on for the that, brain. thanks for that ad money, Big Red. Yep. Clearly, we didn't cook for ourselves tonight, so we had Wendy's. Um, Brain Revealing the secrets of the Hess family. There it is. Um, no. But anyways, I just wanted to highlight that because that was such an impressive way. And it made me so excited for the date because it felt like not a lot of pressure. He just enjoys my company and he wants to spend more time with me. So he's going to buy me a cup of coffee. Also, it... It um, eliminated the awkwardness of who's going to pay for what. Yeah, I was, which I, I was I out there in front. Yeah, it. I, right. So that that um, solved the the awkward like should I pay? Should you pay? Which, by the way, it isn't one person who should always pay. We should mention that as well. Twenty eighteen. We've met. We said that before. We'll say it again. It's twenty eighteen. Exactly. Exactly. You can you can Venmo someone. Yeah. If you didn't like the date afterwards, you love Venmo. Love Venmo. And brought to you by Venmo. <laughs> Give me that 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 payment processing money. Amazing. Amazing. Honey, I think it's time for Doggo of the Week. It's time for Doggo of the Week. And who doggy? As per usual. Very tough. Very tough competition this very week. Very tough competition. Um, 
always a race to the finish. We'll, we we'll always s- decide minutes before. We'll start with the runner up. We will. The runner up today is Veda. Veda is my brother's dog who is a sweet baby lamb that was very sick this past week. And Veda was a trooper and a an amazing, strong little poof. And you look at her and you think, is that a ball of fluff or is that an alive animal? And, and to be to context, put some, to put some context behind it, you can tell I'm a very professional podcaster. Yes. Um, gosh, I think she's like nine pounds. Oh my gosh, so tiny. Very she's small. impossibly tiny. And very, very cute. And she was very, very sick. Um, and she gave my brother quite a scare. Um, which in turn gave me quite a scare. Um, but he handled it like a champ, and, and she pulled through, and she's fine. Um, what happened um, was okay, as it turns out, but seemed scary. So um, it, it was uh, quite – you would see it, and you would think, oh, something's really wrong, but she was actually fine, but just dehydrated. Required fluids. Fluids were required, but she is completely on the men, doing great. And we're just really proud of her, and I'm glad that she is there to uh, hang out with my bro and be his best friend. Yeah. So so we love you for that, Veda. And now for the dog of the week. This brings us to the dog of the week, which is Gatsby James. Oh, Congratulations. Man. He is sleeping as he accepts his award. He is. Um, what did he do this week? He was on the podcast. What didn't he do this week? He was on the podcast a few moments ago. Yep. And that really put him over the top. Because at first we were like, wow, like... Veda was a really strong dog and really um, pulled through and was a source of strength for my brother throughout that entire process. And then Gatsby played a little bit of fetch with us, and we were like, Ugh. "Ooh, he's real cute. He's really cute, and he's growling." So congratulations, Gatsby, growling. yet again. I also wanted to add an additional note. Right now, one of his top paws—he's uh, on his side, laying down—and his top paw is slightly curled over his bottom paw. It's very regal. It's extremely regal, and um, if the fetch earlier in the episode didn't put him over the edge, that just did. He is a pup of royalty. Yep, our royal pup. The British family. Yep. And that's how we'll make our money. <gasps> Off of Gatsby. Wait, should we start a YouTube channel called The British Family? The British Royal Family? <laughs> and do we, is it just, wait. No, we can't talk about this on the podcast. Then you'll steal our idea. <laughs> no, talk it through. Talk no, it through. no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I need to write it down. I need to mail it to myself and trademark it. Okay. That's how that works. Is that how that works? I don't know. That's we what everybody go. always says. Yeah. We have to do some research. We, we have do. to go. We have to go. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, listening to us. And um, thanks for listening, and, and thank you for listening. <laughs> no, but um, definitely email us at campuscounselorspodcast at gmail dot com. Whatever questions, comments, concerns that you have, did our advice get someone that you love hurt? Uh, sorry about it. We're not liable. We're not liable. By the way, we are not professional counselors. We are unprofessional, unpaid, unqualified, but we are here for you, your campus counselors. The world is your campus. We are your counselors. We are going to go think of our next idea. Bye. Bye.